And uh, before we get to the uh, before we get to anything else with regards to the film, I was just kind of I was just kind of curious what inspired you to uh, name it the way the way that you did. Well, it was uh, more than uh, inspiration. It was uh, a f- an exercise of forceps <laughs> because it began for a long time. We were shooting in this village for um, uh, five years. And uh, for a long time, it was called the, the last year of Congo Mirador, thinking that the, that this help would not ever arrived to the village, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the very end, when we came to the process of, uh, after the rough cut was there and we were in the process of uh, shaping, yeah, the cotton as well, like the understanding of how we would communicate it and so on, this this um, this name was not the best. Uh, well, we considered back then that it was not the best. So then uh, we were looking for other, other options and it was clear to us that it was it was important to have the word Venezuela there mm-hmm. because it as is a, a story that is allegoric of the whole country so um, so then we were like looking for ways looking for ways and we came to the name in Spanish which is Érase una vez en Venezuela, yeah? And of course, when you translate that, it's once upon a time in Venezuela. And it seemed to me, it seemed to me like a little tribute to, to, to the tradition of Westerns in the sense mm-hmm. that this place has a bit of a Western type of look from, uh, said, like it has like this air of, of this kind of environment. And as a story is, Instead of this story of pioneers, they begin something is like the the, the the epic of the destruction, more or less. Mm-hmm. And so then all of this somehow, somehow came, but this was in the last six months of the whole process. And as I told you, it took uh, five years to shoot mm-hmm. and uh, two years in the in the editing. So there was an overlapping uh, between shoot and and editing. But uh, yeah, it was a long, long process. So then it was like at the very, at the very end, like no, something has to come. <laughs> what was the, what was the original inspiration behind uh, this movie? Well, for like from a rational point of view, um, like since two thousand and eight, I began to to occupy myself in uh, looking for stories that happened. In the industrial area of uh, of the oil extraction in Venezuela mm-hmm. and in this lake, and um, it's always like a like a like a question for many Venezuelan artists uh, to understand what it has meant for us as a culture and so on. So, and back then I began to shoot some some uh, documentaries for um, television, yeah, like the Latin American television and so on. And with the time, I began to make like more and more friends in this village. And it, I mean, it was just the looks of it, of this place, and the, um, and this kind of feeling of how to say for me is for me as well exotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the being there, and it's this mix of being in a place that is on one side a bit magic and at the same time a bit like repulsive as well because well several 
reasons uh, and as well a bit edgy because there there are many it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an area that is very near the border with Colombia and it's uh, for instance there is paramilitarism and so on so in the, the, the place in itself it was just like full of stories and um, and and the fact that it's iconically like as it is with this houses on top of the water that that are similar to to this idea that one has of Venice you know that mm -hmm. Venezuela is founded with this spirit of being like the little Venice when the when when the conquerors came Cristóbal Colón came it he mentioned that, that this was like a little Venice because the, the first thing he saw was this kind of village so and all all of these things came together um and it was developing over the time. But the very, 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 very first thing, like back in those years was that, like to, to investigate, to research in those areas that were around the oil industry, to, you know, to develop stories. And yeah, mm -hmm. at the end, uh, there I've shot uh, like two, two docus for the telly, uh, one short, uh, and then this film. Was there anybody that you came across uh, while the, during the making of this film that was uncomfortable with uh, their story being told and the story of this uh, village being told? That I became uncomfortable with the whole or how? Uh, just just in terms of the the uh, the the people living in the village, did did you get any? Uh, pushback as far as uh, people just being a bit uncomfortable with being on camera? Wind. I mean, I have several stories. So the, the main one in that area is the stories that are actually not told, which, which are the stories of the paramilitaries. This village was mm -hmm. at some point, I mean, something common in those areas that uh, where the... Um, where the government doesn't really have a uh, sovereignty, uh, and that means as well in terms of, uh, uh, yeah, they are like a bit of abandoned areas, yeah, and uh, and uh, it is very common that um, armed groups, paramilitary groups, take them, and in the local, in in the Latin America, when you talk about paramilitaries, normally it means. So there are like the so-called in English the left-wing paramilitaries and the other ones are like more like more right-wing paramilitaries. But out of this dichotomy, there are several armed groups and uh, and they enter into these places. And uh, for instance, they charge people for for them to look after, to be to be looked after. So mm -hmm. so. Slowly, they take more and more spaces. And uh, when I began working there, this place was um, was not, it didn't have this problem. But with the time and with the, and with this neglectancy that was, mm, and they, there was a point when the, there was an, 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 a murder there of, mm. of, a, of, a, of a fisherman that a guy that would not do anything to no one, a guy that was a, a guy loved by everyone, mm -hmm. old, old guy, and then he turned up 
being all chopped into pieces in the floating in the water. Mm. And then the people got, uh, well, the, the goal of that uh, is exactly to scare people. And then they accepted these guys, the, the paramilitaries. And then they were leaving there. Actually, uh, most of them would take, would live in the same house where we were sleeping. Mm -hmm. And then with the time, was at the beginning, we we were, we always had a distance and there was like a kind of respect, but these are guys not to, to mess about, they are not playing, you know, and yeah. there's lots of a bit of, uh, how to say, of, um, it's very easy uh, for them to, to assassinate, to, to murder, mm. <laughs> so and it was not whatever, uh, but they were young guys. And uh, with the years, because this sharing uh, the same places took years uh, in this process. Um, and after a, a year, more or less, um, these guys that were young, I mean, the boss was a guy, as to say, my age, but, but, the, but, the, but the ones working were kids, really, mm -hmm. were 20 years old and uh, they, they, they liked that they, that what we were doing. They liked the cameras and so on. And they wanted to be filmed. They wanted to make their hip hop videos or whatever. And uh, of course it was tempting for us, but the leader of the village who was the owner of this house, we were asleep, we were living in her house. At mm -hmm. some point of the shooting, we were living in her house. And and she forbid us from that. And mm -hmm. uh, because I mean, because there was the 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 risk was hers and of everybody involved. So mm -hmm. so yeah, we didn't we didn't we got like one little only one shot of one of those guys that later on was killed himself. Mm. Uh, his name was his nickname was Fury. So we had only this this saying of uh, of Furia in in Spanish, and yeah. So then that was <laughs> the main forbidden area. Mm -hmm. What were some of the logistical challenges that you came across when it came to making this movie? Well, there there is not a uh, drinkable water. Yeah, then mm. so we had to bring all the water uh, as to cook um, uh, in in big five liters uh, or more uh, bottles, and and each one of these uh, fishing ships we used to hire two, and one of them was filled up with water, <laughs> and uh, this is um, the the the. The naviga is three hours navigation time from mm -hmm. the port, nearest port. Uh, and the oil, and most of all, nowadays, the oil there, it is crazy expensive. It can even get $3 per liter. Mm -hmm. And back then, this kind of uh, uh, own market was happening. It was not so expensive, but it was a thing. So then um, each week we would send for more water. Because we needed it to 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 cook, etc. The other thing that I mean is uh, uncomfortability, but at the same time, it has its wonders. Uh, is the the theme on, uh, on how to how to wash ourselves? Because 
there in this lagoon where they are mm -hmm. uh, is very polluted as there, there is not um, how do you say sewage waters there mm -hmm. there's no sewage canals there so <laughs> so um, we would have to go to another let me just explain the 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 the, the geography there there is the main lake yeah mm -hmm. that is like really it's enormous and in the in the in the delta of the river there are many lagoons of um, some of them of real really like clear water with them. and uh, this is one of those lagoons where these uh, where these houses are and the problem is that the lagoon became uh, a swamp at the end because of this because of changing the climate, mm -hmm. the, that the that the river was bringing more more sediment, yeah. yeah. So this this lagoon, it was not possible to go further and to have a, and to have a swim there to wash yourself. So and we would drive to another lagoon that was like hidden somewhere there, and we would have to go with the with the feet in the water to to. Um, to push away like little the, these little uh, alligators, there are like a small uh, like one meter and a half uh, small uh, cro crocodiles or alligators. And mm -hmm. <laughs> we did that to jump into the water and to swim and to wash ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know that's how we would. Do. So um, yeah, there are these kind of things uh, that are um, challenging, but at the same time, it's an experience. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, about the, 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 for instance, to eat uh, proteins there, uh, we would either bring dry uh, uh, meat. Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning, we wouldn't like to eat their fish, but at the end, we did eat, we did eat it. I did eat it a lot. <laughs> And uh, because uh, we didn't have where to keep, uh, the, it, it is a sim to keep their meat in a refrigerator. Mm -hmm. It's our hours of, uh, of, uh, of um, electricity. Mm -hmm. And we had our own plant with oil, but this we had to ration. We couldn't have just a, a fridge there running the whole day. Yeah three weeks so we, that, that's why we had these strategies um so sometimes we would uh, they they chase they yeah chase a lot and uh, so then we sometimes we would eat uh, as well from what they for, for instance capaibaras uh, or uh, or things that are less correct to it but we did eat them you know what mm -hmm. i mean the same alligators you know what i mean um not very good too because they are not in the area they are a bit like low low in they they have really no i wouldn't say exterminate them but they have uh, bring, brought down the population big time uh, because they do that no they chase a lot uh, and um what else about the logistics and everything that has to do with security is is a theme uh, mm -hmm. So then we would not profit from the services of these paramilitaries, for instance, but we had, there were, there was with us this, um, this family 
of uh, they are 13 kids uh, mm -hmm. and three of them uh, would work with us all the time uh, one of them is a police was a police back then and uh, he left the police because he didn't like this life anymore after working with us he wanted to become a filmmaker but these are guys that were always with with uh, guns so then we had so it was important to have somebody which you whom you would really trust because uh, yeah because the, basically there are several everybody has uh, mm -hmm. guns on their own and in all those years it didn't happen to us anything to do with criminality, criminality, which is quite exceptional, I would mm -hmm. say, because it's quite common that when you are navigating in the lake itself, in the big sea, um, there is robbery of these engines and, and they leave you there some, in, some, in some oil drill, standing until somebody rescues you. This is, these are quite common stories. So then this is like essential to know your ways mm -hmm. to, to there. Yeah. What was, what was the most surprising thing that you took away from this project? Well, first, what has to do with uh, with my own history in all the last two decades in in Venezuela, which is to do with the um, with the polarization, um, a political polarization. When I began the the project, I was I did it. With a, from from a feeling very simple, like from a feeling of anger, I would say, and of the frustration of uh, of uh, of uh, many years of uh, of uh, of what it began being a slow process of uh, deterioration that mm -hmm. really drastic in the last years, um, and anger as well because. Um, I mean, the country got, the, the families got really divided. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was really angry with the people that still supported uh, the, the government, no? And mm -hmm. overall in a moment in which it's become uh, a dictatorship. And uh, the, the way in which I saw the, this leader, Tamara, mm -hmm. <laughs> este, was, I began seeing her in one way and at the end, it is a little bit as it is in the film right now. It, it kind of, also to me, it changes the whole perspective and, mm -hmm. and as well the whole understanding on what has happened to to us. So, um, and, it's, and it was kind of interesting because it's, it's seen from, really from the grassroots out, uh, it came to me the understanding that, uh, that uh, of course, when the when the society is so divided, when we get so divided, is mm -hmm. when we become more vulnerable. Yeah. And um, and uh, this is what happened to us. Normally, if you 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 see like from from a more rational way, isn't it? But to really understand that, you know, this guy that is in the other side with another political point of view. So first of all, there is no reason for why to take it so 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 bloody serious. To a point that you, I don't know, that you stop talking for years or for your whole life to a brother, for instance, which is what has happened in the families there. Mm -hmm. uh, that whole families are really divided and doing damage to each other and to 
taking it to a point that is like to the edge to a on an edge to a to a civil war. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how we have didn't have civil war. We we have something worse than a civil war, which is like this devastation. But uh, it's very strange that it didn't happen uh, because all the elements really have been there. Mm -hmm. um, so then this is really like the main thing that I bring with me as a as a human being. Mm. Well, thank you very much for uh, talking to me. I yeah, I, I uh, one of the things that really uh, got out of the movie was the way that this village b does basically become a reflection of the country itself, or at least the country that you know we we outside of Venezuela sort of see it. And uh, I I really was I I was really quite moved and affected by the fact that you basically are watching this this village essentially die and it's just such a haunting thing and the fact that you see all of these people they're just basically moving their houses elsewhere and you know you you kind of hope that they'll maybe be able to find you know sort of the life and the sense of community that they they once had there and uh yeah. it's 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 really it's really a lovely movie Thank you. Thank you very much. Interesting that you are you from uh, where are you now? Uh, Georgia. So I, I was actually. Yeah, I was I was just north of Atlanta. So, yeah. Excellent. And uh, have you been ever been to Latin America? I've not. No. Okay, that's and that's interesting that you that is spoken to you, someone's communicated to you. Mm -hmm. Excellent. But yes, thank you very much for talking to me. I'm glad we were able to set this up.